Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. What's good, Internet? Welcome to Waypoint's end-of-the-year celebration. As you know, we have spent the last couple of weeks celebrating some of our favorite games of the year, both those that appear on our personal top ten lists and also those that appear across our personal top ten lists. We've hit a lot of big ones by now. We've hit Hollow Knight. We've hit uh, Battletech. We've hit Monster Hunter World. We've hit Sea of Thieves. There is one... Life is Strange? We've hit Life is Strange. Right. Episode one. That's right. Um... We there is one though that I think showed up across more people lists than are even on this podcast currently. Oh. We have four people here. You've already heard the voice of the Mech Queen herself, Danielle Rando. Hi, I'm the Wick the Mech Queen. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Jesus I'm sorry. Oh, well Um, you know, maybe we could I am the Mech Queen. Welcome. Hi. You've heard the laughter of Natalie Watson. Hi, I'm here too. <laughs> And the laughter of Ricardo Cachuras. Welcome back. Hey, how's it going? It's going. <laughs> we are here to talk. Danielle, how are you doing? I'm okay. All right. <laughs> happy, happy holidays, happy everyone. Happy holidays. We like to keep what, put the reason in the season. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's, right. That's what we like to do here. We are taking it. We take the breach into the teaching. You know what That's, I'm saying? Yep. Wow, and yeah. that is why we're here to talk about Into the Breach, subset games, uh, incredible mech tactics, kaiju battling, like chess chess for a new age. Uh, uh, What's that is, kaiju? Do you know Excuse what kaiju? me? Uh, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. That's an important know, question. And so, for the teaching. For example, so, for, so to start, we, you know, Kato, you and I were on the Battletech episode already. Yeah. Which means that we talked about our history with giant robots. Right. We talked about our history with with, with tactics games. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, Danielle, Natalie, you were not. Uh, and so here we have some other questions. Like, Kaiju is one of the ones that we didn't talk about because right. that was not a thing in Battletech. No. But here I'm curious. I mean, there's a lot to set the stage with. Um, Danielle, I know you love this game a lot. So let's start with you. Yes. Coming into this, what was your tactics experience? And then also like mechs, giant mm-hmm. monsters. That's what Kaiju means. Like, I am a fool. Did you like? Are you just in a bit? Did you look it up just now? I did. Okay. It's not a bit. I am just a fool. <laughs> That's allowed. You know what? Again, the reason for the season. A fool Sometimes you got yeah, you got to be a fool. That's um, beautiful. Yes. So coming into this, where what was your? Had you played FTL? Did you like tactics games? What was your history? So I am a person who bought FTL three times and I've never started it. Uh, <laughs> so that is that is where I'm coming from. I was the baby tactics gamer. I had a wonderful experience, 100%ing uh, Mario versus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Right. I had an amazing time with that last year, and it and it showed up on my list higher than Mario Odyssey last year. Mm. And it was controversial, only to me, uh, opinion. <laughs> as and, a platforming. <laughs> as a as, you know, platforming queen. Stand. Also, the, wow. the mech Multiple queen. queens. Multiple queens I've got queens a lot of queening room. going on. Right. You know? Uh, so <laughs> I, I went in being like, Oh, Austin talked about this cool game, uh, and I know he likes mechs, but this is also tactics, and that sounds fun. 
which of course I was the baby tactics gamer, but I had also played uh, Banner Saga one and okay, I forgot sure, sure. that that was like oh yeah, that's definitely a tactics game. So you had this experience where like you liked tactics games. It's just it had never really coalesced right that way. Right, yeah. exactly, exactly. Especially Banner Saga is a game that is a very story driven. Yes, lots of art. There's lots of ways you could convince yourself the thing you like in Banner Saga is something other than the tactics. Yeah. When actually maybe you also like the tactics. Yes. Totally, yeah. Natalie. How about you coming into this besides the kaiju thing, which we're not going to reiterate. <laughs> no. Let's move on from that. Um, my experience with tactics mainly comes from I think I think the only tactics game. Uh, that's not true. I my, the first tactics game I ever played was Final Fantasy Tactics. Hell yeah! Nice. Um, and then I played Advance and Advanced Squared, Advanced Two. Yeah. And fuck those judges up. No, that's not true. The judges <clears throat> fuck you up. The judges games. fuck oh. you up. Real bad, real fucking bad. <laughs> but I loved those games because I felt like there was such a flexibility with them. Mm. Like I felt like, um, and there's also room for error. Uh, other tactics games that I've tried, like I've played uh, the two most recent Final Fantasy, uh, Fire Emblem. There you go. <laughs> uh, uh, Awakening and Fates. Yeah. Did you play and multiple Fates games? Or did you I pick one of those? started. I got almost to the end of the f- birthright, yeah. and then the next one I think I like just started. Okay. Um, but I have all three, and I'm still <laughs> trying day. to play them. I really still <laughs> want to finish them. Um, but Awakening and, and and the Fire Emblem sort of like uh, process is m- feels much more like if you make a mistake, there like can be really hard to come back from oh, it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and and especially since you can't like reset or like it's just like you have one you're one and done. And so when I first uh, played Into the Breach, knowing that like having that experience of being able to like make changes and adjust and like having uh, uh, just more flexibility in the same sort of Final Fantasy tactics style was immediately appealing to me and sort of, like, signed me up. Yeah, like, it's it. an important thing to understand about Into the Breach. So I guess, like, if you somehow got to the end of this year without hearing us <laughs> gush about Into the Breach, uh, it is the latest uh, game from Subset Games, which is the development team that at the uh, at the time of FTL launching was just two people. Mm-hmm. I don't think they've grown much since then. I, I, I've seen the same two people's names on, on their game on Into the Breach. Uh, maybe there's additional QA support or music. I know Ben, ben Prunty does the, did the music on both of them. And Chris Avalon, I know, did some writing. Did, right, Chris Avalon did some Right. Yeah, 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 totally, totally, totally. Um, but the uh, but it's a core two person team, and uh, it is a tactics game in which um, you play uh, time traveling, mech piloting, big monster battling uh, kind of soldiers, and you, and you command them in a turn based fashion. And one of the things that separates it from some games like Fire Emblem or XCOM is that there is n- very little unpredictability and none. Mm, nearly none on a turn by turn basis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you when you drop your mechs out and you decide, okay, I got this big punchy mech, I'm gonna walk over and put them on this tile and punch this giant ant. Uh, you know exactly what's gonna happen. You're gonna punch the giant ant. It's gonna go back a space and it's mm-hmm. gonna take some damage, mm-hmm. right? Um, by and large, you're able to to kill most of the enemies in a turn or two. This is not like uh, Fire Emblem or Final Fantasy Tactics, where like you might have like. A, a really powerful and every now and then there's a powerful enemy but like by mm-hmm. and large you're clearing the board you're yeah. like trying your best to almost in a chess like manner knock things out and take pieces so to speak um and 
the there is some some unpredictability about where enemies might show up in the next round, like where yeah. new enemies might pop up, or you know where they're going to come up at the two rounds ahead. You don't know where they're going to be in two rounds. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you knock an enemy or when an enemy hits a building, because this is one of the big things about this game, is is it takes place in populated areas and and around infrastructure, and you want to protect the infrastructure. There's a small chance, and that you can kind of increase that chance over the course of your game. There's a small chance that it will successfully resist the attack. Mm-hmm. There's like a shield, and that's a low chance. And it's a low enough chance that you can never count on it, and so you never really base anything. You don't never base any strategy around it. You never go like, okay, well, it'll swing, and I don't care if it hits. It'll probably get defended. It probably won't get defended. You never get up to like eighty percent defense chance or anything like that. Right. Uh, so it's always a nice surprise. Um, and that's like the basic gist of it. And the but way your it, attacks will always hit. Yeah, yeah. There's no mi- there's no percentage chance to hit or miss. Yeah. You know it will hit. And the thing that you're talking about is you can plot out an entire turn and say, okay, I can see what all these things do. You can lock in those moves. And then once per battle, you can even rewind and be like, oh, fuck, let me start over. Let me go back to the beginning and tr- change my entire strategy. Well, back to that turn. Yeah, not the, you're right, not yeah. the very beginning, but just the very to the top yeah. of that turn and go from there. But if you haven't locked anything in, like you can just do the mind game of like, all right, what if I do this and this and this? And that to me was like one of the early moments was like, oh, this game is good. Yeah, um, yeah. being yeah. able to like physically move your character to the spot, yeah. like that is such an important thing for like visualization. Mm-hmm. And, ter- and, and that was like my biggest frustration with the Fire Emblem games is like being locked in into a move I made if I wanted to just see what the possibility was yeah, from yeah, yeah. a space, like not being able to really explore and just be kind of curious. And so being able to just like physically move around and not being locked into that yeah. was so crucial to like, feeling like this was an easier barrier and like this was like easier to cross and and get into the game for someone who like may not that's why i recommended it to so many people yeah. because there was like it's not su- super punishing totally at, it's yeah. it's weird because like battletech actually yeah. does lock you in in this mm-hmm. way when you pick a new unit to move even if there are other mo- uh, units who have like the same initiative score who could go at the same time mm-hmm. once you pick one and you and that's you commit it. to a move it's it's in, and you yeah. can't you can't even be like oh, I'm gonna move this one, then I'm gonna move this one, then I'm gonna shoot with one A with A, and then shoot with B. Like no, finish out that turn, and oh, that wow. that is it does something in that game, but it's absolutely a higher bar of difficulty of, of like accessibility and getting into it. Yeah. it is not it is it is meant to be a little bit like okay, you have to be thoughtful about this. Mm-hmm. So it's successful there, but I love this mode too because. It just it, it brings in more people. It lets you play in that very capital P. I'm just playing around mode. Right. Um, uh, so yeah. So so figuring that out for me was a big deal. Kata, we haven't heard much from you yet because we've been talking yeah. about. Uh, we've already established our tactical and mecha backgrounds, right. but like <laughs> for you, when did you come into into the breach? What were your first impressions? This was before you were actually you were just a waypoint mod at the time when this game yeah. came out, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> actually, I remember it as one of the earlier times that we interacted very for a small second. On Twitter, because I think I oh. re I like quote tweeted Jason Schreier's. He like posted a gif or something of it, and I was like, I'm so excited. Yeah. And you were like, Kato, it's so good. And I was like, Oh, cool. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's just I, I loved immediately the way that like you had all the information in front of you. This was also like I was same similar to with when BattleTech came out. Like these were kind of. What, like a month about a month apart, yeah. Like and I was the breach came first, then BattleTech. Right, I was like, I, as I had said in battle in the BattleTech bot, I was into playing a lot of XCOM, but was kind of always infinitely frustrated by like being surprised in like a negative way when like I did something and like a, an enemy reacted in a way that I did not know was a thing that would happen, and then like when you when something goes bad in XCOM, it 
goes really bad like and like it's hard to come back usually um where like this like seeing this uh first of all i was like wow i love this art style this is really cool looking and then like once i was like oh you have all of the information uh Mm -hmm. up front and like it almost becomes it's more of a puzzle of figuring out what the what the like solution to this this turn is and sometimes it there is a perfect solution sometimes there isn't and like figuring that out was like the most interesting part uh, right at the beginning for me which i think leads into what we know is your the moment that so for on my side it was like danielle please play this game i think you'd like it a lot please play it i think you'd like it a lot and for the first like 15 hours you're like yeah this seems neat and then one day you came in (laughs) and this is literally 985 hours ago or whatever of playtime where when you were like, oh, it clicked. Uh, can you talk a little bit about why how yeah. it clicked? Because I think it ties into what Kato was just saying yeah. about the the feeling of like sometimes there's a perfect move and sometimes there isn't. Hundred percent. Yeah. So I, I actually wrote a piece about this for sure. And at one point, and I and I couldn't tell you exactly like there wasn't like the a lightning state. second right, or anything sure. like that, but it was a moment where I was thinking about triage and being an EMT and thinking about so when you're an EMT. I'm refreshing my certification right now, so I'm like Ooh. all in it. I am all in it with, with like the notebook and, and everything that you do. You know, you look for certain things. You look for life threats. It's ABCs, airway, breathing, circulation. Mm-hmm. That's like what you do with every single person that you have, right? When it finally clicked for me that, oh, this is like a patient. This is like a patient with multiple things wrong with them, and I need to actually order things. I need to prioritize things. Like, oh, I need to save the buildings before I save my mechs, before I do the optional yeah. the optional sort of objectives. Once that clicked, I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. This game is incredible. I beat the first island. I beat mm-hmm. the second island. I beat the third island. I actually beat the game. Then I went in with the next squad, and I, you know. I was able to make real progress because I was like, oh, it's about prioritization. It's about defense as opposed to offense. Like, think defensively before yeah. you think offensively in this game, and you are going to kick all kinds of bug ass. So, yeah. uh, I that really reminded me that the, this prioritization and the, the list that you came up with was re- like, you you probably should prioritize the buildings, but there's a way to play this game where you don't prioritize buildings. If you go after objectives and you get enough uh, mm. uh, rep, uh, company rep, you can heal back everything right. you've lost. Right. And that sets up a really interesting thing that I, I found, the, the one of the most interesting things I found about making that decision is like this idea of like, you're, you're sent out by these corporations, right, to do certain objectives. And the other the other objective is uh, keeping people alive, but only it insofar as like you need the buildings for the electricity, and like mm-hmm. the only time the people like the, the the people's lives like ever like kind of come into effect is at the very very end of the game where you get your score. Right. Your score is based on how right. many people stayed alive which, during your run. Which speaks to the like the thing that odds here, right? Yeah. Which is like th- the setting that we haven't talked about here is it is post environmental collapse. Mm. This is this is the the terrifying future that we've we've been all fretting about <laughs> in yep. which a handful of hyper capitalists and nobles and uh, uh, I think one Rob- this is robot, the robot AI. one robot AI, AI. the yeah. frozen place yeah the yeah, fr- yeah. The, yeah. Uh, uh, survive the global apocalypse and the the flooding and the the complete climate collapse um, and so each level that you're in is like 
part of some different kind of catastrophe or in response to it. Like one of my favorite things is the first island that you unlock, the first island the game takes place, is like a perfect little archive island of, oh yeah, the world used to be like, there used to be a place called the Earth and it was like this. (laughs) There was green and there were forests and cities. And And so- bars. And bars, right, exactly. And so like (laughs) all that stuff is fucking fake, right? Like all that stuff is like, it's into some ways it's like, oh, it's the last human settlement, but also it is like a museum of what used to be in the world. Then there's like the, the completely- like windswept desert there is the acid filled like industrial zone and there's the like completely frozen uh tundra area or or, or, like ai robot like which also is like industrial area in a sense right right? because it's a robotics factory that's been frozen over and this game does so much world building through its art through its characters through the pilots that you play as who say little snippets of things and yes, through the mechanics to where, as, as Kato was just pointing out, you have a power grid. Your kind of health bar in the game is not your pilot's health bars or your mech's health bars. You get those back turn after turn. Even if, you're, if your pilot's die, you'll put some new AI in there. Don't even worry about it. If the flesh dies, <laughs> toss a rando in there or toss an AI in there. It yeah. will do the job even if it won't do it as well. What it comes down to is does the power grid fail? Not right. Did everybody die? Not like, no. did you let, you know, uh, uh, the the CEOs down even? It's just, does the power grid fail? And that makes this game that is both, makes it both really hopeful and also really cynical in some ways, right? right? Which I which I love. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have the note here that it's the perfect 2018 game because of this. Like, the, the main idea, the main thrust, the main thesis here is that you, you need to, everything is hell. You need to fight even when it looks bad. And the very best ending is taking off for another timeline and trying to make it work there too and the characters resonate so well with this and i i love that i actually gave an entire lecture to my game design students just about the flavor text in this game and like how much it conveys in these little blurbs and these little tiny blips of like what's happening here and what these pilots are fighting for um i just think it's it's so beautiful and it is one of the reasons that it really stuck with me the entire year totally Natalie, do you have any standout moments from the game or a particularly favorite encounter or like a moment where you're like oh wait this is good like this isn't just like a fun way i'm killing time yeah i think probably after beating my first like island and like uh or not the first island but like the first three or whatever and mm. like f- finishing that first timeline all the way through all the way the first through win, which yeah is like nail biting probably yeah it is so stressful because it's it's <laughs> just built up it's like it's like a snowball effect because if you lose on like the second or third yeah. like that's that's it you got to start over and so finishing that first timeline and then like deciding which pilot I wanted to continue on was like such an interesting moment for me because I had two pilots that I was like deciding between one was um um Camilla we'll get to favorite pilots soon I'm just I'm guessing (laughs) you're guessing I'm guessing one was I'm trying to look for the name what do they do what do they do yeah we'll get there one was um yeah, one was Camilla Vera. Yeah. And then one was um Abe Isamu. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, Abe's yeah. great. He's great, but he sucks. He sucks. I love him. He's a little mean. He has <laughs> uh-huh. a fantastic ability. Um, which his like all the pilots have special skills. Um and he his special skill is the mech that he pilots gains um additional armor. 
Um, so Which is a rare thing in this game. This yes. is not like a lot of yeah. uh, tactics games. It's like, oh, yeah, you have six armor points or whatever. Like, no, you have armored. That's a big deal. Yeah. It's yeah. Incredible. Especially because all of this, like, resets. Like, you don't get to a lot of this you don't keep. And across different mech, like, variations, like, they completely differ. So um, having... And especially having armor on a mech that like does a lot of bumping damage or like uh, or has like a lot of like push like bumping into mechanics mm-hmm. is like so crucial. Mm-hmm. And so I had like kind of created a play style for me that was a lot of like pushing the enemies around, just, like, with, charging into just, people like, head yeah, first. Yeah, exactly, and like moving and it, like. Pushing enemies into, oops, sorry about my mic. I'm pushing into my literally pushing my microphone, yeah. pushing enemies into uh, like traps, basically mm-hmm. that I would like make for them, and so Abe was really crucial for that because I was protecting myself. I I didn't have to sacrifice any right. mech point, mech those, health points. Those attacks traditionally are like, all right, you get to do two damage and knock someone back, but you take one damage or something yeah. like that. Yeah, if Hazardous there's like mech. a wall. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Exactly. Um, um, and then Camilla's is uh, evasion, which uh, the mech is unaffected by webbing and smoke. So, so that's also super nice for keeping mobility. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, but because of the play style that I had just like, Figured out for myself, I picked Abe. Damn. And I was like pissed. And so (laughs) going through the whole whole like next round, I was like, I'm gonna care about this like a lot. Like this is not just nothing feels arbitrary here. Like that was like a real choice that I made. And I like I fucking hate this guy, but he's doing something for me that I really need. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Life be that way sometimes. Life be yeah. that way sometimes. And so that that I think when I when I realized that I was internalizing that sort of thing, like I was internalizing the narrative into my playstyle and yeah. stuff like that, and into my experience of the game, that's when I was like, oh yeah, this is like sinking in a little bit more deeply than I was anticipating. Totally. I I you know for my part, this is a game I've been looking forward to for a long time. You know, I, I don't know that we wrote uh, a, a, I don't know that I wrote a story when the game was announced, even though we were doing more daily news writing at the time. <laughs> yeah. um, I was, uh, I was, FTL is one of my favorite games, like, or, or especially the last 10 years or so. I've lost, you know, probably hundreds of hours to FTL between the initial PC release and then the iOS release. I, I played a ton. Of, it was like, it was the thing I did during grad school, during during my PhD work, right. where like if I was studying for comprehensive exams or like taking writing my essays and stuff like that, I was like, okay, I'm gonna take a 40 minute break and get one game mm-hmm. of of FTL in, and that's gonna like help me get my head straight. Like going back to my under not my undergrad, going back to my my masters when that game was only available on on live FTL like in a beta oh format was available on on live. Yeah, good question. Do you, wow. Does any, do either of you know what an yeah, online yeah, is? Okay, but did you ever you? Neither of you used online no, ever, right? No, no. Danielle, did you ever use online? I didn't use it, but I okay. remember online. Online was like so. Right now, yeah. if you if you talk to um, people like uh, uh, Sony or Microsoft, you'll hear them talk a lot about streaming video games. So like the PS Now yeah. system uh, is is. My enemy. Your enemy. <laughs> oh, and yes. it is in some ways the descendant of OnLive, which was the first major one of these that tried to like make a play in the market. And it had an exclusive. Dave Perry? I might have been Dave Perry. 
Oh God, sorry. Anyway. Chinese Day Parrot, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but they got FTL, and I was like, oh, this game seems cool. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit here and play it. And then like, I didn't want to subscribe to online. And the thing you could do if you weren't subscribed to online is you could watch other people's gameplay sessions. It was like, tw- it was like Twitch <laughs> around the time that Twitch was just it was like you know 2010 somewhere in there yeah. when it was just Justin still Justin TV, TV or it was about to become Twitch or it yeah, was like yeah. really mm-hmm. really. And so I was like, yeah, I'm gonna watch people play FTL. This game seems sick. And so then I, I did. So I've, I've been, and then. Uh, Subset Games announced, oh, they're going to make a fucking mech game? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. And then it came out, and I was like, okay, like, I like kaiju, and I like mech versus kaiju stuff. Obviously, we've talked about Evangelion on Waypoints yeah. recently. If you Don't tell me anything. I won't, but all I'm going to say is if you like Ava, or if you like anime, you want to hear me talk about that, you want to hear Danielle talk about that, you want to hear Rob and Patrick talk about yeah. that, and you skip Waypoints most weeks, go listen to, was it episode 10? Was it Waypoints 10? I believe so. Uh, which ago, which yeah. which was Ava. It was uh, fighting in the age of loneliness, loneliness which is yes. an MMA documentary series. And then was it the burger one? Burger and the burger, the sandwich, Stanich. sandwiches, burger stuff. Wild, it was a really great yeah. episode. Go back and listen to that. So I have some fondness for like big robots versus big animal, big animals, big monsters, you know. a- animals. In this game, they're animals. In this game, they're just big insects. Basically. No Ava spoilers, please. No, I didn't take any Ava spoilers. I'm just scared. I got you. But I I prefer mech on mech combat. I like that. There's like we talked a lot about that in BattleTech and why that is. Right. Uh, so you go listen to that if you, if you're curious. But so I was like, okay, I'm having an all right time with this. Like it's it's kind of cool. Like man, FTL did this better, or did that better. Like oh, there was these little story beats. Like mm, maybe I. And then I unlocked the Rusting Hulk. So I unlocked the second uh, team because you you start with. Uh, a team of a squad Rift of mechs, walkers. the Riftwalkers, who which you have a T-shirt of, I do, which are Very like good. the basics, right? <laughs> it is a combat mech that walks and punches. It is a tank called a cannon mech that like moves and shoots and does some knockback damage, less damage than the punch, but does do knock knockback damage from range, which isn't bad. And the artillery mech, which is shoots a, like a big long distance shot in an arc. It does a lot. It lobs it. And I was like, okay, cool. But the Rusting Hulks didn't have a traditional, what I thought of as a mech in it. Or, you know, I know that mech is a really broad term. I've explained this before, but it didn't have a humanoid mech in it. It had, first of all, it's like Prime 1 was a jet. It was like a (laughs) fucking plane. And the second one was a different type of artillery mech, this rocket thing. And there was one that just kind of went like pulse. pulse, Oh, the pulse mech. I love the pulse mech. Yeah. Um, Now, but I was like, okay, I guess I'll try them. Fuck. I thought I'd get like another cool, I thought I'd get the lightning whip one here. You know, I didn't know. And so (laughs) I start playing and quickly I realize that there is this synergy between the jet mech, which can drop a bomb that is a smoke, an electrified smoke. It's It's a smoke bomb, but... Because of the is it the rocket mech or the pulse mech? One of the one of the other ones the has pulse mech has it on it to start, to start. Or the electricity yeah. the, the uh, electrical passive the thing oh, that yeah. makes smoke or, electrical or it is it no damage. actually it would make the sense rocket for the, it's, it's on the rocket, rocket mech has the, rocket. the storm yeah. generator yeah the storm generator so yeah. it has it it has a thing where the the um, all smoke is electrified which means instead of just Stopping attacks the way you might think a smoke screen would in a game, uh, it does damage to any enemy inside of it. Uh, and so I'm suddenly like, okay, wow, cool. Like, so the bomb does a damage, plus it creates smoke, which stops the enemy from attacking. Then wait a second, the rocket mech shoots and does knock back in different directions, which is cool. But it also, when it shoots, the the smoke from the rocket going causes smoke on the mm-hmm. tile behind it, and then the pulse mech can knock things around. And suddenly the synergy of it all started coming together, and it's like, yeah. oh, this is not. A Final Fantasy Tactics or a Fire Emblem. Mm-hmm. This is not a a uh, a battle tech. Not the battle tech was that we were an XCOM. It is this other type of tactics game that is much more similar to chess 
in that it's about understanding positioning and maneuvering and pulling opponents in some ways like you know we, we've talked at length about about jujitsu and, yes. and about judo it, it plays in that space around kind of moment i kept coming back to things like it's momentum based it feels like dancing it feels yeah. like choreography it feels yes. like like i'm playing with the designers and, and creating this really um you know my review i talk about it it, it feels like an action scene yeah. in an anime or a movie because it is all about momentum and, and about movement and about velocity and the ways in which uh, characters move across the map in these really dramatic ways yeah. um, in a way that something like Battletech does not do, right? right. Like Battletech has its, I love Battletech yeah. to death, but it isn't trying to do the thing of like the mech runs down the entire, like the, the <laughs> avenue and catches the, the enemy kaiju with a punch that knocks it away from the building right. or the, the pulse thing shows up just in time and it does its attack that pulses things away and then gives shields to other things. Like that yeah. stuff ended up being so unique and created little micro narrative moments in a way that was really surprising for me. And that is what finally I was like, oh, this is so good. And I think that's mm-hmm. when I came in and finally was like, Danielle, please, you have to play this. Everybody, oh, yes. please, yeah. you have to play You have to play I think this. you gifted me this game. That seems I'm likely. pretty sure. I was like, no, for real, please. You like it. just gave me this game. <laughs> like, please, you need to try it. Know, that's the best yeah. gift I've ever given anybody. Honestly, <laughs> a thousand hours later? No, I'll take it. More than a thousand hours later? Totally. I think what you're talking about, that uh, cooperation between uh, characters is so different from like other other tactics games feels like each character is just trying to get a hit on someone Mm -hmm. and like you're the like it's so just like uh, i don't know how to describe it but like like it's just about getting as many hits on the enemy as you can and because into the breach there's only two or three hits is going to take an enemy out like these rounds are like pretty fast like each turn is like pretty quick mm-hmm. you and and you have to like engage with your other mechs it's not like this is my this that's exactly it it's yeah. you have to work together the contrast and, with something like XCOM where like a heavy will have right. hollow targeting which is like oh plus 15% to the enemy like a heavy unit will have a machine gun and they're bad at aiming but mm-hmm. what they can do if you give them the right skill is they when they take a shot everybody else gets plus 15% to hit them which yeah. is like right. Okay, that's nice. But it's still like pretty individualized. It's completely yeah. individualized. Contrasting yeah. that with this, where like you build entire strategies over around like, all right, the furthest my artillery unit can move is two spaces. This is where I can get the shot off. I have to use my other units to push people towards that, mm-hmm. push enemies towards it so I can bounce them against each other. Yeah. And that is such a different feeling. It does feel like you're working in concert. It almost feels like you brought this up in on the Battletech Kato, but like Super Sentai shows, right. Power Ranger style, like very, very um, choreographic, very, yeah. very very, again, dance-like and, and mm-hmm. dynamic uh, in a way that a lot of tactics games a- aren't. Absolutely. One of the coolest things I, I ever, like, the coolest I ever felt early on in this game was realizing that there was an enemy that I needed to kill because otherwise it was, it was like, too dangerous to still be on the board. It was one of, like, the, the extra big ones, and it had two HP, and I had already moved everything else. It was next to one of my other mechs, and I was like, I can knock it into that mech. Yeah, like that's the way that I'm getting gonna get this extra damage, and it's gonna hurt my mech. But this is the only way. <laughs> and like you can imagine the like yeah. the two pilots talking like, "Do it! It's okay! I'll survive!" <laughs> like, okay, I mean, only if you. They're on the radio. Like, there are times when you do the other thing when you go like, "This is gonna kill my guy." Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what? Like, bye, Abe. Yeah. Yeah. Bye, Abe. Pour one out. See you later, buddy. Yeah. There's there's so much of this that to me feels like. Both feels like jujitsu in some ways and also feels like a team sport in yeah. other ways. Like a yeah. genuine, like a team working at absolute peak efficiency, 
you know, high-fiving each other across the board or across the whatever the, the field the is. robot. Making it really, really work. Yeah. A, another example of that is high-level play with the ice mechs. Oh, mm-hmm. absolutely. I what they're called. But you, you learn that, okay, one of them freezes something else, but it freezes itself. So you learn that, oh, you need to put that thing in a place before you freeze something, and that will block another attack, and that will defer an attack towards another enemy mech and that yeah. sort of thing. Like, playing with this stuff, I, I am such a dork for this game because, like I said, I've, I've put 1,009 hours into my <sighs> Steam save and another 30 yeah. plus <laughs> into my Switch save. Yeah. I, I play this game daily, still. I- I got every achievement in June, and I am still playing this <laughs> daily because there's so much. There are infinite combinations. Chess is like the good mark, but it's also it's also like jujitsu yeah. in that there are infinite <clears throat> infinite ways in which you can find incredible puzzles. You yeah. can find incredible solutions. It is still incredibly satisfying, and it is still difficult. This game always throws more at you than you think you can handle at the time, and it also always gives you perfect information. Like you were saying earlier, yeah. it gives you. The turn order, it gives you a yeah. gauge for everything in a really clean and really nice way. And also that's thematically resonant and all kind of works really nicely together. But it is doing so in a way that is constantly challenging to me, even more than a thousand hours in. Yeah. Like yeah. it is completely uh, astounding to me. And I've always sort of had this thought throughout playing it, throughout my sort of arc with the game, which again, I, I was playing it an hour ago. Right. Like yeah. I was, like in between tasks at work, I play this game. Or have it on in the background. Just like very <laughs> responsible. Um, but it it is uh sorry, go ahead. No, no, it was a super quick thing that I wanted to like point out. Yeah. Like the amount of hours. I know every, like it sounds like a lot, but I play Destiny 2. It is a like a RPG based game. Right. It yeah. is I've only I looked it up earlier. I've only put seven hundred hours into that game. <laughs> that game came out in fucking a year, a year ago. ago. Yeah, and over like, a year like, ago. It has like you rage. five months on into the breach, and yeah. you still put in more time. <laughs> like that is it's my game. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah, I usually, yeah, yeah. right. you know, right. I've had these in the past for sure. I did this with Prey, even though not a thousand hours. I did like eighty hours with that game. Uh, but this is the first time I've had a my game right. that is like an infinite game. That is not right. just a sort of narrative story based mm-hmm. game where I go through it and I play it seven or eight times because I love yeah. it so much. But this is. Oh, this is my game. This is my infinite game that I'll probably be playing for ten years and just being like, yeah, you know, just did a few runs, uh, challenge myself with this X, Y, and Z. Like yeah. I have had to come up with. There's another piece I wrote, but having to come up with my own challenges after I finished every right. single achievement in the game. Because there are a bunch of people who, again, who don't know necessarily. This is one of those games that has really fascinating, interesting achievements, and the, the systems around it. It's sort of like FTL. FTL does the same thing, where each in FTL is each ship here, each squad has kind of achievements associated with it so that, like, for instance, I was just talking about the rusting hulks, which are the ones that have a lot of smoke-based stuff. And the way that you unlock new stuff is by doing the achievements, which gives you medals, which then you can spend on new unlocking new squads and and new mechs and stuff. Um, And so, for instance, sorry, it's loading. I clicked the wrong one. Well, it's 12 tiles at once. Is Is that that one of them? Yeah, Yeah, so here they are. It is. (laughs) I'm glad I know this just 100%. Oh, wait, it's not 12 tiles at once. It's close, though. Oh. It is is because there's a way to do it without doing 12 tiles at once which is part this is the puzzle element of it right oh it's the damage it's 12 it's the total damage, damage. i got you I so got one you. of those yeah. is do 12 damage with electric smoke in a single battle uh another one is overpower your your power grid twice by earning or ba- buying power when it's full and ba- and perfect battle take no mech building or damage in a single battle repaired damage is still damage so even if you spend turns repairing your mechs in mm-hmm. battle that damage still counts against this achievement 
What I love about these achievements is one, they get you to often play in new ways because yeah. maybe you maybe you're the type of player who's like, I don't care if I get hit as long as I'm I'm, I'm all the way healed up at the end of the, the match or the end of the battle. Who cares? Like, no, this is a team that's capable because it can put so many people on ice or in smoke. I guess in this case, so, yep. because it can it can deactivate so many enemies by by putting them in the electrified smoke. You it is feasible to truly take no mech or or building damage. Mm-hmm. In a single battle. And so this, these achievements are the type that, one, get you to play in new interesting ways, but also teach you the capabilities of the team in in the process of pursuing those achievements. And that's, like, my ideal. But you're saying on top of all of those achievements, on top of the ones that are, are kind of squad neutral, you also invented your own, oh, like, completely. challenge mode. <laughs> yeah, completely. Oh, just beating the game with every squad on every, like, two, three, four island. Gotcha, gotcha, That gotcha. kind of thing. And also I'm doing a lot of things with the Secret Squad these days. Secret Squad's wild. I and mean, we can talk so openly hard. about it, but, like... The secret, the secret squad is is I'm. They seem impossible. It's uh, hard. It's very hard. Do you know? Do y'all know? What the I don't know squad about is? the secret. Once, I know that squad. they exist, but I never. Once uh, you get every achievement, yeah, you unlock the secret squad. What's up with them? They are. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. They are cyber mechs with no pilots. They're all Whoa. remotely controlled. So you get no pilot abilities. You get no human abilities. So you get like these three abilities and like okay, if you've you, also buried the lead. What are they? They're bugs. They're the bugs. <laughs> they look like the bugs. They're the captured what? bugs that have been cyberized. That's fucked up. To... Oh, it's fucking. Yeah, dog. <laughs> you get a hornet. You get a hornet. You get a triceratops, and you get a, a stink bug that throws artillery. Yeah. Oh my and you and you don't God. get pilots. You don't I don't get know any how pilots. you deal with this stuff. It's very hard. Um, they seem really cool though. They're amazing. Once you power them up, it's so easy to just die. It's so easy to just eat shit in one yeah, battle yeah, with them because yeah. they're so weak at first. But then you can crazily I mean, OP them. So this is one of those things that we haven't even gotten into yet, which yeah. is that as you play through the game, after every island, you have that reputation and you can be like, yo, I'm going to buy. I, you, you go shopping. <laughs> you go <laughs> shopping. Like, yo, it's time to go buy some shit. Yeah. I got some money. I got some rep to spend. Yeah. I'm going to go into the, the company store and pick out a new ro- rocket fist and a new laser blaster. And I thought a you were about to say, I'm going to go into the breach and, and buy. The breach and buy. <laughs> At the mall. At the mall and buy some stuff. Um, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk about some of our favorite stuff that we you can buy from the store. Favorite pilots, favorite mechs. I got in I got in though. You know I got in though. <laughs> BRB. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. All right, we are back, Natalie Watson. WB. Thank you. Yeah. T-Y. Of everything in this game, mech pilot item whatever it is what is your what is your standout fave um my standout fave is none of these things okay <gasps> my standout fave is my own mind oh damn yeah Whoa. my Good. standout fave is how much i fucking galaxy brained through this game 
And it's just like, it's such a good feeling. But to be serious, Uh the wrestling, uh, the Zenith Guard was my favorite. Oh, they're so good. Beam shields. They are, I'm looking at them right now and just thinking about them. They. Is that the one with the Metal Gear? That's the one with the Metal, metal gear, gear that has like the yeah. laser blaster. It has the charge mech, which does the thing you were talking about. That's the one yeah. you probably had Abe in, yeah. which like charges charges into people. And then it has the defense mech, which can shield stuff. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which I, the thing I love about it so much is it is both one of the most aggressive squads because it is like, no, this laser beam is going to go through five tiles yeah. or whatever. And yeah. like it is going to damage everything. If there's a building in the way, it's going to damage it. It has the charge mech, which is like, yeah, I'm going to charge into shit and take damage every time I hit something, but I'm going to hit it hard. And then it has the the most pure defensive mech in the in the game, yeah. which is like, okay, everybody calm. Okay, listen. Hey, 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 it's okay. It's okay. Put the shield on you. You're going to be, you're gonna be okay. <laughs> kiss you, you, kiss you on the buddy. forehead. Yeah, exactly. 100%. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, that's a good answer. Yeah. I, that was my favorite. I just, being able to push and pull and move people around and, and kind of do whatever I like just having that sort of mobility was... oh, right because the the defense the shield one can also do the pull yeah right? there's yeah. like the attraction yeah. pulls which you That's can really good. you can pull uh, people closer to you so that was like the setup a lot was like pushing and pulling people into um, getting them like in a line almost for that burst for the 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 ramming and just like hitting people one after the other or mm-hmm. doing doing stuff like that was Super fun. So that was I, I, that was the first one I unlocked after the Rift Walkers. Nice. I was like, they were also a little bit more expensive than you just saved yeah. up. I was like, I think I'm just gonna go for it. Like I know I should probably just do the next one. Fuck it. Right. But I was like, I don't really know about this. I want to <laughs> do. I want to push. I want to push yeah. people. And you did. So I did that. Nice. Yeah, I did the steel judoka second. Well, yeah, that makes sense. Because they're, they're hard. They do judo? Yeah, do judo. I love judo. His are they? Are the best. they still your faves? Like, do you have a favorite <laughs> pilot or a favorite mech? I have like, a favorite pilot. Do you, do you have a favorite everything at this point? I, I do. I have a lot of favorites. Okay. I'll make it very brief. I either rocked Camilla, uh, who who is the one who can't be held. And, yeah, right. she also is cool and has a whole storyline with Jessica Kern, mm. aka Milfy Milfy Hot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dorothy <laughs> from Golden Girls. Okay. So, you know, right. she's got that right. kind of going on. Um, or Adriane. Adriande. Oh, the ro- the robot. Or uh, is it... Uh, alien. It's, oh, it's an alien? Immune, it immune a... to fire oh. and 2 HP. That's a secret pilot. It's a secret pilot. Oh, right. Which we figured out, which I told... Which I, I told didn't even know about really two funny. of right? them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know about the other two. I had her really early. Right. You just but I did not find the her. other two. Yeah. She's the rock one, right? The rock one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Ariadne. She's great. Um, which we didn't... So there are secret pilots in this game that you get from finding... Like twinkling lights inside of mountains, mountains that you yeah. can break open if you decide to break open the mountain by spending turns attacking those mountains. Yep. And um, we, I think we talked about it on a plane. We were we going were to Pax on West, a plane. playing it on Switch, and I was like, "What?" And this is again <laughs> after probably eight hundred hours of this funny. game. So well, was... like, I wouldn't have known it if I hadn't just straight up looked it up. You know yeah, what I mean? For it, wasn't, sure. it wasn't like I intuited it. I thought I had to do something with the secret squad. Right, that fair, was like a fair, whole thing. Fair. I I thought I had to do. Uh, but yeah, those were my two favorite pilots. Love Bethany, love Abe, mm-hmm. and Prospero is funny and sassy. 
but uh, for for like in terms of like who I was really rocking for yeah. like fifty plus timelines in in a row, that kind of thing. Yeah, hundred um, percent. God, I wish I could just pull up all of the dialogue in this game. Oh, it's incredible! I really wanted to. I really, yeah. really and so do. simple. Like it, these are just tiny lines of text. It's just flavor text, but it yeah. gives you so much. It, it's just really, really beautifully written. And I remember reading something about Chris Avalon, kind of like basically making like a whole Bible, like a whole yeah. writing Bible for this game, even right. though. There's a twentieth of the text in this than in most games you would actually write like a, a story bible right, for. But right. going that extra step, doing that extra little bit, really, really does pay off uh, in a lot of ways. I also really love the acid uh, power ability, totally. and I also really love the uh, um, the the sort of medical supplies ability, which mm. resurrects your pilots if they die. Basically, oh, right. so I would play yeah. fast and dirty and get everything <laughs> right. done, sure, and then sure, sure. bring them back for the <laughs> end. So yeah. I did a lot of that. Uh, nice. But I definitely had many favorites along the way. So. Uh, Kato, how about you? So uh, for squads, it was definitely the Steel Judoka that like mm-hmm. fucking I my like brain explodes like oh my <laughs> god this game is so good because they're so like like it's all about placement and like getting things lined up just right so that you can uh, you know like like the other ones like there is a lot of movement and like like the whole game is this way right like it's all about movement yeah. and placement and like but like this one was like it's all about movement and placement like like the there there are very few options for other like forms of damage other than like, getting everything in the right place so that the one that does does like m- the most damage can like hit with this like you know like the the rockets or whatever um and like that one yeah. that that squad is still one of my favorites just cuz it's so different from everything else in the game um as far as uh Fucking pilots. Uh, I I have. I think I'm remembering this guy's. I don't I don't like this person, mm-hmm. but I like this pilot, Henry Kwan. That's who I'm looking up yeah. right now. I'm trying oh, to find. He's a little. He's <laughs> a little bit of a dick too. Yeah, right. He is. <laughs> he is. But he is very much like the dick with the heart of gold. He right? is. Yeah, um, yeah, like more than Abe, who is genuinely cold. He's right. Just, right. Right. Uh, but. Uh, his special ability, Mech can move through enemy oh, units. That was it's good. So, it's so yeah, it doesn't good. sound like such a thing, but in this game, where like being able, being in the right spot to execute what you want to do is so important. Being able to just ignore enemies that normally you cannot move through, like you can yeah. be cornered in a spot where like you can't go anywhere. Space if is you're, so like, limited, and yes. so that is such an important. Like I love that. That yes. that. That uh, I mean, ability that, is so clutch. That ends up being one of the ways in which you truly can get a situation that is not winnable. Is just like, oh, I can't get anybody over to the, the spot. Yeah, right? Right. Like, most of the time you have a situation where like, okay, I can win this turn or at least hyper-minimize damage. But sometimes you've just wound up. There have been so many times where I'm like, oh, I just fucked up two turns ago by putting this close-range fighter off in the corner of this map. Yeah. I haven't developed yeah. their position in a <laughs> way that's that's like lets them be an active player anymore. Yeah. And so uh, characters like that, uh, characters like Chen Rong, who mm-hmm. is the one who can move after attacking by one spot, where it's like, okay, I just get a little bit more movement. I just get a little bit more. is really great. And one of the things I love about the pilot system in general is that there are enough there to where like you can you can kind of have either stuff that lets you win more or like kind of like hey encourages your best play or stuff that that helps be a a kind of uh, seatbelt or a safety net for your worst play. Right. Mm-hmm. 
you know, getting Isaac Jones early, who is the guy who lets you just get an extra re- reset. Yeah. Every yep. battle is really great. An extra turn reset. And it's just like, okay, wow. Like, just having that means I have a little bit more safety for when I fuck up. When I yep. make a move and I'm like, ah, no, I should have done this in this other order. Um, that stuff is great. Whereas, like, some of the robots, right? Like, the the Silica, who's like, you, shoot, you can shoot twice if you did not move this turn, um, is rad if, you're, if you've gotten to the point where you can start setting things up a turn in advance yeah. right. so you can really capitalize. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, or start doing stuff with the other team members to line things up for them so that they can capitalize. Yeah, or you just make your tank. Yeah, <laughs> uh-huh. and you just like punch, punch tanks. Punch. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Can I ask if people have heartbreaking moments that they remember? Like yeah, a really totally. Good I mean, I mean, every, not every. The first time I got to the last island for sure, right? It was like down to the final moment, the final, the final turn. Just couldn't make it happen. Stared at the screen for an hour. Like, and really the real heartbreaker isn't that. The heartbreaker is that, like, 90 minutes later, you think of the solution. Yep. Yeah. yeah. You're like, oh, no, fuck. What oh, if I, oh, no, I had, I forgot that I had this ability. <sighs> no. You know, that is the heartbreaker <laughs> for yeah. sure. I do think, you know, the thing that ended up being, the thing is that for each one of those, there's the moment of you have the electric, this is the one I wrote about in the review where it was like you have the electric whip mech, you're down to two HP and on the power grid, there's too many enemies, you have the, the rock throwing mech and you go like, wait a second, I can use the rock to create a circuit with the buildings so I can hook the, the electric whip on this building and yes. let the electric current run through everything and I have the upgrade that means the buildings don't get damaged, Trevor, which is super important because otherwise you just torch <laughs> right. an entire city. <laughs> Um, uh, and that was actually one of the things that also brought me on board, I'll say, is that, like, once I realized, like, okay, my decisions for upgrades really do matter, uh, yeah. learning to prioritize, do you want to have the thing that does the extra knockback, the thing that does the extra damage, the thing that gives you a shield, the thing that, whatever that is, no, those things all change your the direction of your strategy and, yeah. and end up helping you to create the thing that I love, which is these little micro-narratives. And so, Absolutely. yeah, totally. I guess that's my big heartbreak. There was definitely, there was definitely a number of times where I'd get to the end fail you know because i just didn't think i had it and then realize later maybe i tweeted the image or something yeah. and someone else told me or you're just thinking about the problem in my own head so i do did end up thinking about yeah. this stuff like chess problems like okay i mean to the point that you all have seen like on twitter yeah. people were sent like brad shoemaker would send me yep. uh, a board a board state and be like i just don't see her you've yeah, done this at yeah, least once d- or twice absolutely, right yeah where it's like you've sent me a board I'm just state. like hey uh i'm fucking stuck like i cannot <laughs> see i've been staring yeah. at this for Hours, please, someone just yeah. Thank you to see subset. the thing that I haven't seen. Thank right? you to subset games for uh, uh, turning on, letting you have grid, grid, the yeah, grid notation. It. Yeah, it's so, so nice. So it's so nice. It's so nice. I def. Oh, sorry. Either way, um, I definitely had a moment. Uh, that it's it was my first two island run that like finally got to the end and um, was on the last uh, very last like room like the the final mission. Uh, kind of like splits into two like mini missions essentially, and I was on the the end like two turns away from winning. Uh, just like the island before, I had found Harold Schmidt, uh, who right. is um, I like Harold. Yeah, who is sad. Yes, who's so sad, and like he's always he's like so worried, and he his thing is uh, when he he heals and like pushes people uh, away. It's like a nervous fart. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> like. It so yeah. lines up with this, like, being super nervous yeah. and, like, scared yeah. about this whole yeah. situation. And the last turn, I was like, I really enjoy this ability and, like, wasn't thinking that much about 
the character as a person mostly i was like oh yeah this will be great uh this is a super useful ability so ready to take him onto my next timeline the only way to make the timeline work he had to die harold harold had to die and i'm just like fucking christ like anyone else like take the other pilots were like (laughs) robots that i didn't care about like that base like you know they have like the non-named uh Mm -hmm. yep and i was just like one of them, please, for not Harold, anyone but fucking Harold. Damn. And just, oh my God, it's it broke my heart the first Aww. time I lost Harold. Um, R.I.P. to a real one. Yeah, yeah. for real. <laughs> well, you know, and he's, it's just he's like, up in heaven with Decker. Like, don't worry about it. Oh, oh God, damn him it. and Decker are fucking oh, Christ. Yeah. Uh-huh. And just like compounded by his like nervous like self that was just like, oh, it's I just funny. so Harold. bad. Sometimes you just make that. You got to make that call. Harold wouldn't mind. Harold. Harold knows what he the knew. score was. <laughs> he tried to repair. Natalie, do you have any any true heartbreaks? I don't know if I have a true. I feel like. Is it because your galaxy brain is so big? It's so <laughs> big. I'm so smart, yeah. and I always win. Um, no, it's because what I fucked up a lot, and I oh. lost a lot. Um, but it never felt as heartbreaking as like other fails that I had in like other tactics games because they weren't arbitrary like it wasn't due to like a random chance yeah most of yeah. the most mm. of the time it wasn't the 98% shot that missed and then you yeah. lose your favorite sniper right. or exactly whatever. yeah <laughs> I'm just saying okay <laughs> I'm just maybe wondering. that happened to you I'm, maybe yeah. that I don't know perhaps perhaps um yeah so like everything felt like a lesson to be learned and like there was something I could have done better. The thing that really sucks is when there's I did everything right or I I you know did the things I was supposed to and then random chance. Yeah. And like that that can be fun, but that really fuck it it it's, it's so nice when it goes through, but yeah. it fucking sucks when it doesn't. Yeah. And especially in games that don't allow for like playing around in the same way that Into the Breach does, yeah. it's so high risk, and it like it and it's so shitty to like play an hour long battle and fucking random chance. I mean, this is the worst with specifically with Fire Emblem does yeah. this, mm-hmm. where if I'm, you're like I'm me, sub sub subtweeting fucking Fire Emblem. Yeah, well, just the thing is like. <laughs> This is the the gift and the curse of Fire Emblem is that you care about every one of your characters. Yeah. I do that with XCOM, but, you know, Lord knows if you watch our XCOM streams, it's because, like, Rob and I bring that to the game. We go, yeah. like, all right, yeah. this is Valrov and son of Odin. He has a cool <laughs> shotgun. This is Gravedigger. These are characters that we've brought the character to. Yeah. Whereas, like, the characters in Fire Emblem are characters you care about, especially yeah. in modern Fire Emblem games. Where there are bonds and people are are you're you're shipping people and like you don't want to lose people yeah. and yeah. and so you end up with the situation where like an hour into a map you lose somebody and like oh, I'm gonna start over fuck it yeah and the shitty and you and you even if you know the turn even if you know the risk in a turn like you can't save on that like no, you, yeah. you have to you're do the it. whole battle yep, again totally and and that feels like a waste of time to me because that to me is like I can do everything the the first 10 turns the same and then mm-hmm. just change the one 11th mm-hmm. turn and do the different thing and that's why I appreciate Into the Breach so much because at least if I know that 11th if I know the 11th turn is where I fucked up I know what I did wrong it's not just the hit the shot I yeah. took right. missed right um, other stuff in the lead up other stuff that happened other stuff that that, that like you you set the table and then mm-hmm. the vec came to feast, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I I'm curious if you have a heartbreak, but also oh, yeah. I'm sure you have a bunch. 
I, maybe you can, you can use it to help contextualize another question I have for you, Danielle, which is one of the big things that you was turning you off in this game at the jump was you don't like permadeath. Hate it. You still do. I don't like it. You, a thousand hours? <laughs> a thousand hours in. I just because, deal with it at because this in, point. Right. Well, like in a weird way, this is something that's interesting to me is like Fire Emblem, is this, it has permadeath turned on by default. You can turn it off now. Like there's a, ca- yeah. a casual mode or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry about it. So I still restart because I want XP for those characters. Anyway. Same. Um, the, but, but in that game, you know, it, it does have that. But the, I, the goal is to get through without losing anybody. Into the Breach you're going to lose people. It's going to happen constantly. constantly. And even when you win, you only get to send one person forward. Yeah. Two people are going to be here in this timeline forever, off in their own different timelines. I don't. But that's the thing. Right. Is there, there are timelines. There's right. like, there's... There's always another Abe. Yeah. There's you, another Abe out there. You can't... So it doesn't feel like a loss because there is still potential. Like there is always like trying it again. And yeah. I think that's so embedded into... Not only the the narrative, obviously, but in the play style, that there's always sort of like a small hopefulness in in the next one. I I will address how I have dealt with. Thank you. That, and then I will <laughs> tell you my heartbreak story. First of all, uh, it has helped me to start competing in jujitsu and being oh, like, I'm gonna get my ass handed to me. I'm yeah. gonna lose so much. I am just gonna get tossed around. <laughs> it's just you know what? And like, it has actually helped me. Like, not that like. I usually like to think my games help the rest of my life and not the other way around, but it really did kind of help me. Like, yeah. like you know what? I'm going to suck. I'm going <laughs> to suck for the first 22 tournaments I go into. Whatever. We're just throwing shit at the wall and, like, going in with focus and purpose and trying to be sharp and everything. But, like, understanding there just needs to be an emotional detachment there, mm-hmm. which has been very hard for me because I'm not a very emotionally detached person. <laughs> so that is how I've dealt with permadeath. I still hate it. Yeah. I still hate Perp. I'm always going to hate Perp. Would you like this game more without that, though, is my question. It's a good question. Because, like, or does it add something here? Like, what is the version of this game that doesn't have permadeath right. in it? Like, has just How... a list of pilots that you can start the timeline, that you unlock and then start the timeline with. I guess. And then you but just never then... lose the XP, basically, right? Is that what it would be? Yeah. Maybe. Just, you, yeah. Eventually, you unlock them all, and they're all leveled up all the way. Right. Yeah. And that's it. And, like, I don't like that game as much. Because I like... Sitting with Camilla and being like, all right, I've had you for six runs in a row. You're leveled up all the way, but I just unlocked a new mech. I'm going to let you go because I want to try this. Or I, I saved a new pilot who yeah. I want to work with for a little while. Uh-huh. I like that feeling. And that, that feeling requires a bit of that loss. Yeah. Um, I don't think you're but wrong. But it sucks also. It does I don't, suck. I don't think yeah. you're wrong. But I have had to like make peace. Yes. I had to deliberately fair. make peace with that for sure. <laughs> totally. I will tell you briefly about my biggest Please. heartbreak this game. There have been so many heartbreaks along the way. 2018. So, you know, 2018 has <laughs> been a year of heartbreak. There was one day, it was like in the morning, I was working from home that day, uh, and you know, I, I had Into the Breach on, sort of in between tasks, you know, and I got to the final island. And I don't remember what the squad was, so I can't set that part up for you. Sure. But I'm on the final, I'm in the final island. Okay, I get through the first battle. Okay, I think maybe I lost a couple of gray, but otherwise things are going really well. They're going really well, and I have a good chance at uh, finishing this, you know, like the the final, final island, you know, the second part of the final island. I'm in that volcano. I am ready to rain death upon the Vec. And I get a really, really, really hard turn, and I'm like, all right, shit, okay. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna look at it. I didn't pause the, importantly, I didn't pause the game. I just let it sit there, because I was like looking at it. Looking mm-hmm. at it, looking at it, looking at it, like, all right, I need a little more coffee. So I left the room. <laughs> I'm so some, worried. I'm so stressed. Oh, no. Yep. <laughs> Wait. There is oh, a, no. a beautiful 
gorgeous little lady in my life. I hate oh, this. No. I hate this. She I hate a, this. I hate this. Oh, no. Seven pound, tiny, no. tiny cat. Her name is Orion. Ori for short. Oh, it's short. Okay. Ori for short. Uh, and, you know, I'm getting coffee in the other room. And, like, I hear, like, little mewing sounds. She, she hangs out. Ori likes to be on my lap while I play this game. You know, she yeah, likes to be God. around my desk area, let's call it. Uh-huh. Likes to kind of walk around there. Mm-hmm. I'm getting coffee and I, I hear the I sound for the like the the like swelling music of like oh no it's all gone to shit like <laughs> like it's all happening now like and all the mechs all the vec come in and they're like we've taken over and you have to like you know time travel out and I like ran in and I'm like what the fuck <laughs> and there's my beautiful tiny little cat teddy bear face just sitting on the fucking keyboard no. just oh. sitting loafing adorably looking up at me mewing you know adorably she doesn't know that she just God. cursed 4.2 billion people to their death <laughs> she doesn't know all she knows is there's a warm thing on her butt and she's happy oh, i got God. coffee absolutely top 10 anime betrayals yeah, yeah i was gonna say or a fucking traitor Ori's one of the Vec. You better check. You better, you better check Ori to see if she got one of them Vec cyborg pilots. <laughs> yeah, just That's get a, a fucking magnet. Like, yeah. uh-huh. Pass it over Ori, see if anything sticks. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. That little shit. Unbelievable. Oh, wow. True betrayal. That's right. fucked up. Before we wrap up, I'm very curious from everybody here. What, you know, is one of the questions we've asked with all these games is like, what do you want next from either this developer or from this game specifically? I'm curious, is it more pilots? Is it more mechs? Is it more, is it another island? Is it a different game entirely? What do, what do you all think? I mean, the last time they made a new game, it was so good. Like, I yeah. just want them to go, I want to know what. You want them to disappear for five more years and then come <laughs> just back. Just come back with something okay. completely new. Do you not want the FTL thing where FTL did have that one big expansion? I never played uh, that expansion. It's good. I played FTL a bit, and like, okay. but that didn't. So I don't. Yeah, actually, I don't know what they do when they expand on a game. Maybe that. I mean, I would. I would welcome it. But like, <laughs> it was just like the, what I knew of them was like FTL, and then this, and like they're so different, right. and like they obviously have uh, parallels that they've brought over, and like their their style. But like, I'm. Oh, I'm just gonna be excited no matter what subset does next. Like it's gonna, I'm gonna fucking love it probably. <laughs> yeah, the FTL expansion was fantastic. It was like it added a bunch of new weapons and effects for your ships. It added a new system for hacking enemy ships to lock down their various compartments and various oh, things. Shit. It added a mind control system that you could mind control enemy enemy like yeah. characters. Uh, it added a whole new race of oh, creature okay. that were like weird they were like robot it was like the borg basically they were like uh, robot people who didn't need to breathe so you couldn't just do oh, the thing you, you always like, do right, where you right. just so in, in ftl the thing you almost always did when you people them. you just you either space them or you i mean you don't actually space them you you lock uh, lock you lock them in and then you get rid of all the o2 oh, you get rid yeah. of the oxygen okay. you, you okay. suffocate them um but you couldn't do that with them and in fact i think they could lock down rooms on you which oh. was wild um and there was like also the other big one was just a ton of uh, new story stuff got right. added, uh, and so for me, that's the stuff that I would love to see. Is like yeah. more story stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and and systems that shake things up as much as the FTL Advance does. Uh, Natalie and, and Danielle, go ahead. Um, yeah, I guess it's kind of hard for me to say since I didn't play FTL, so I don't really know what that jump feels like from right. FTL to Into the Breach, um, coming from the same studio, but. Knowing, just like knowing about FTL and knowing its successes and knowing how much it is loved, I definitely think um, another game like would 
be super interesting to to see and one that you know uh engages with with new types of mechanics and 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 does something different um in in a genre that may have become a little bit too stagnant yeah um which i think is what into the breach is doing so successfully uh and i do but i do think there's more there could be like another like big expansion like is is it another like five or four island uh four island pack or something and it's like a separate oh that'd be cool thing right um even just just give me a couple. I yep. know, four is two a lot. islands. Four is a lot. Maybe two, but that's the thing. It's it's so yeah. replayable that even two would add so yeah. much. Totally. Yeah, totally. Like, is it two and then five new pilots and then like three new mech squads? Like uh, that. How hard is would, so much? How hard or easy? Is it would it be harder or easy to do the six or seven island run? Uh, uh, to do the because like this is the thing that's weird. Like the two island run is kind of the easiest one to do. Yeah. I know the four is supposed to be the hardest, but normally by the time I've gone through four full islands, I've upgraded my mechs and my pilots enough to like whatever. I'm just I'm golden. Yeah. The three island run is the thing that's tough for me yeah. because it's like I don't I can be ahead of the curve. I can be behind the curve in a way that I rarely am by the end of the fourth island. Yeah. Right. So yeah, if you added extra islands and added like five or six island runs, that yeah. could be that could be wild. That could be wild. I'm like moving my feet right yeah. now just <laughs> the actual excitement just imagining it yeah a couple more islands would be amazing but with the way that each island had uh, mechanical tweaks like yeah. the way that yeah. there was a lot of dust in the desert the way that that obviously there are certain types of objectives in the in the ice world where it's like yeah. freezing the robots and mm-hmm. you know freezing certain things I can imagine something awesome with like aliens and plant life. Yeah, that would be really, yeah. really cool. Like you could have certain blockages in a particular vines way. Vines and shit. Vines yeah. or something. I don't know why I'm like thinking about no, plants totally. so much for this, but I just have a very clear vision. Climate in my change head. is real. You know, you it's know? it's in keeping with the theme. It is totally. Uh, yeah, that and maybe a couple more pilots. It's just this game does seem to me like it was play tested to hell and back again fifteen times. Yeah. Like they yeah. actually really nailed so many things so perfectly that. There are times I still sit there and I'm playing this game and I'm astounded by how tightly designed it is. So yeah. this is not an easy ask to say like, oh, no, a couple what else? How is that even possible? You know, like how is it possible to just I, to, for amazing. it to oh, there always to be a fucking solution? Like that is so uh, yeah mind boggling to me. Yeah. It's it is wild. Um, I my the one that's like if I could snap my fingers and make something happen that is wildly different than what is there now. It would be I would I I really love this game I really love this game um, and it scratches a lot of itches for me and you know it's all it's gonna be in the top three of my list no matter what. Um, but what another thing <laughs> I like is oh consistency is is continuity mm-hmm. is the forty hour not the forty minute playthrough I love the forty minute playthrough it fits into my life really nicely yeah but I really like the the forty hour XCOM playthrough the forty hour BattleTech right. play playthrough. And the mechanics here are such that I would love to see them try that. That is that not something that they've tried before. And I'm not I don't know that maybe they maybe they played around with the version of this that includes upgrading a base and having having a chart of all of your timelines. Mm-hmm. And yeah, right? See? Yeah. Starts to come together, right? <laughs> um and and having certain pilots like there's a thing that happens in Stellaris sometimes when you yeah. have a when you have a, a, a military ship or a science ship behind enemy lines or, or in an enemy empire that you have a treaty with, and then the treaty goes away and you're not allowed to have people there anymore and they just disappear for a while. And it's just like, okay, where are they? Question mark, question mark, question mark. What if at the end of a run it was like, all right, two of those pilots are gone, but you get them back 
after your next run or two because they're like in the timeline somewhere. Like, let me have the big camp. Give me the uh, uh, campaign. The campaign mode, exactly. That is like, okay, I'm slow. And also, let me build up like random pilots and start giving them a special abilities. Let me mix abilities. What happens if there's like, could I level up a pilot to such a degree that they get an ability from another pilot? So, what you want Uh is romancing. I want also dating. Dating. And then you get the three-star dating. I want the three-star dating. And then you have the S-tier baby. I want the S-tier baby. I'm trying to get that S-tier baby. You know. Um, Yeah, like who do I ship in this group ring? I don't know. That would also be so good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Camilla and Bethany. Camilla and Bethany, but like what happens when Bethany is gone into a different – also you run into a Bethany. Is that my Bethany? Oh, yeah. That's Different good. timeline, That's Bethany. Oh, Which fuck. Bethany are you? <laughs> Have we met yet? I don't know. There could be infinite Bethany's. Infinite Bethany's. I'm so That's down for expansion. some AU shit. Yeah. The whole thing is I AU. Know. That's the whole game. It's Every whole run game. is an AU shit. They got a coffee shop in this one, though. It's really nice. They're just, it's just like no bugs oh, at all. I know I they like just that. run, they run a coffee shop on the base, like on the, in the space station, the time travel space station. It's and very sweet. And they do sweet. the cool push-ups that like, uh, what's her face did in Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> that would be blunt. Yeah, she did totally, really good push-ups. Totally, yes. Movie. So yeah, that would be my like complete <laughs> pie in the sky, ridiculous, a, a campaign mode where I'm upgrading a base and I'm upgrading my mechs from run to run and something, something, something. But, uh, but I don't want to lose the core of it, which is the simplicity and the, yeah. which is why this is an impossible so clean. Right? Yeah. you know what I mean like I know I know what it is but having that like darkest dungeon oh that's a great comparison oh. actually because darkest dungeon is still fairly simple all the way through to the end yeah. in terms of into what individual units can do they can yeah. always only do four things yeah. five things or whatever but there is that meta layer of building out the estate and and yeah. upgrading your items and your weapons and stuff like that and also like their own agency. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. Them That's just, just doing their own shit and fucking you over in the process. <sighs> I love it. Love it. Please, um, just fucking me over. Just fuck t- me up, man. <laughs> I could Abe, t- you know what? Just fucking, I want to come back to my base from a mission and be like, yo, wh- where did my good mech go? Like, yeah, Abe took it. Abe said he had something to deal with and he took it and left. <laughs> I'm like, excuse? <laughs> yes. What do you mean? Like, I and want Abe that to comes happen. back and is like, what mech? I didn't have to, I didn't take a mech. He leaves been a down sword the in its place. Yeah. He would do that. He'd be he like, totally All right, I, oh this God. is collateral. Or here's my sword in its place. Or it does and then and then separately Henry Kwan comes back with the mech, <gasps> but he's repainted it. Like it's some like ridiculous colors. <laughs> yeah. He, he would do it. That's mine. You, I'm gonna charge you. Do you see you. the writing on it? It says Henry Kwan. HK. That's me. HK. HK. What's good? <laughs> you can use it, but you have to license it from me. <laughs> You pay, you pay extra. Like, I want... This is what I want. You know what it is. I love this. I, you know? Hire me, subset. Uh, all right. I think that that is probably going to do it for us uh, because we could just go forever. We really love this game. Uh, we really loved uh, this year of games. Thank you so much for hanging out. Uh, next week, I believe it'll be next week, we will have a waypoints that's looking back at some of our favorite waypoints from the year and catching up and be like, oh, hey, we're, what's up with those? Let's, we check in. We'll check in. Waypoint check in. And we'll also have an episode recorded for Waypoint Radio that will be looking ahead for 2019, uh, looking at some of the upcoming releases, of which there are too many. Immediately <laughs> too many out games. the gate. I got an event an event invite today for a for a game I'm really looking forward to in 2019. But that event is in like it was like January 7th, and I'm like, that is what? That's, that's it's, tomorrow, yeah. dog. Like <laughs> I gotta, I'm not it's too close. No, that's so close. I gotta get right back to it, huh? Okay. Uh, uh so so a lot to talk about there. Thank you for hanging out. 
uh, with us over the last couple of weeks of game releases. It, or game releases, Jesus. Uh, of the end of the year celebration. And we're releasing our thoughts about the That games. is what's happening. Yeah. There's yeah. a catharsis yeah. happening here yeah. in this moment. Um, uh, thank you, Kato, so much for doing all the, the heavy lifting on the production work. You've done an incredible oh, job already. Uh, it's nice. early in the, in, in the process of recording right yeah. now, but you're already <laughs> on that shit. Danielle, thank you for everything. Natalie, thank you for everything. Thank you. Thank you at no home. No problem. Uh, thank you to Too Mellow for letting us use a track that, that, that he composed just for us. You can find Aww. Too Mellow on the internet. Perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. Uh, <laughs> at, uh, at Mellow Makes on, no, at Too Mellow Makes Another way around, at Mellow Makes on Twitter mm-hmm. and yeah. at uh, twomellowmakes.bandcamp.com. Yeah. Uh, I don't think this track is up there, but a billion other really great tracks are. So we almost took something off of the Memories of Tokyo Toe uh, uh, album that he did, which is his like love letter to Jet Set Radio. Yeah. Go give that a listen. Yeah. It's super, so super good. good. Uh, all right. Thank you so much again, everybody. Have a great holiday. Travel safe if you're traveling. And if you aren't, then stay warm, stay cozy have fun keep your cats close by just don't let them run on the keyboard exactly (laughs) what else do we what else do we say to them be good and be good at it peace witness history at roland garros where old rivalries meet new talent on the clay battleground Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled access as the world's top players in tennis face off to see if the veterans maintain their dominance or if a fresh face rises to challenge them. Daily live coverage of the French Open begins Monday, May 20th. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens.